And now I'm going to talk about the definite article. We finally have the article the. Let me put up agathos as the basic adjective. And I've got the singular up here. Here's the basic adjective. Now here's the first point you want to get about, close that book. Here's the first point you want to get. The article, the definite article, is an adjective. It functions like an adjective. It is classified like an adjective. The article is an adjective. It is not a noun flag, as some people have it, who have taken English grammar from suspect teachers. It is, in fact, an adjective. And an article is not, an article is actually not a separate category like, you know, there are adjectives, adverbs, and articles or something like that. No, 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 it's an adjective. It functions like an adjective, and indeed, it's got forms like an adjective. Now, here's the essential thing that you have to know about the, um, yeah, i tell you what, you know what I'm going to do with this? I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to move all of these up here, one. I, I'm going to try to get all of the ones, including the plurals, so I've got to get eight here. I'll, uh, Agathos, agathu, agatho, agathon, agathoi, agathon, agathois, agathus. So we'll get them all in here. And then this one up here, we'll put agathe up on top. Agathes, agathe, yoda subscript, agathane. Agathai, agathon, accent, of course, staying here. Notice that it's the inside-outside pattern as it always is. This functions also for the adjectives. And now we'll move this up here. Agathon as a neuter. Agathu, agatho, agathon. Agatha. Remember, the neuters use the alpha ending in the plural in the nominative and the accusative singular. All right, now here are our adjectives. <clears throat> to learn the basics of the definite article, this is essentially morphologically what we're facing. Watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the agath stem off and leave the ending. Okay, I've just left the ending. Now, in the place of the stem, I'm going to put a tau. 
ton, toy, tone, toys, twos. Te, tes, te, ting, tie, tone, ties, ties. Ton, tu, to, ton, ta, tone, toys, ta. <clears throat> now, there is essentially what's happening. <clears throat> essentially, the tau is functioning as sort of the stem of the article. And the tau gives you the body of it, and the rest of it is the ending. Now, as a matter of fact, there are a couple of modifications I have to make on this chart, just like I did with the verbs, okay? But I put a, I'm putting it up here like this for you so you can see the basic idea of what you've got. <clears throat> In other words, you don't have 24 more forms to learn. It's just like Agathos. Now, here are the modifications that take place. The nominatives, both singular and plural, of the masculine and feminine. The nominatives, only the nominatives, get modified in the following way. The tau drops out, elides. And in its place, and the accent goes, and in its place comes <clears throat> a rough breathing mark. That's pretty typical. When something drops out at the beginning of the word, a rough breathing mark all often comes in to indicate that something's been lost. A good example of that <clears throat> is this word. Herpo, which is to crawl. Rough breathing mark indicates something's dropped out. Serpent, serpent, okay? So, <clears throat> it's very similar to the fact that in, uh, put up your hand if you know French, people who know some French, okay? <clears throat> when you have a circonflex with a word like coat, C-O-T-E, or fate, <clears throat> F-E-T-E, an S has dropped out there. So the word coast and fest is the same word when you get that kind of accent. Well, that's what we get. <clears throat> that's what we get when we are dealing with the uh, uh, rough breathing mark. So that rough breathing mark is your sign that something has gone away, has elided. 